picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. I will punch your baby bear in his shit. Give me lip. I'ma send you to the yard. Get a stick. Make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am crack. I ain't lying. Kick a lion in this crack. I'm the shit. I will fall off in your crib. Take a shit. Hit your mama on the booty. Kick your dog. Fuck your bitch. Fat boy dressed up like you sound. I answer pictures with your kids. We the best. We will cut a frowning face in your chest, little wench. I'ma mention a refresh. I'm a mitch. Get correct. I will walk into a court while they wreck. Screaming, yes. I am guilty, motherfuckers. I am death. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak. Nobody get choked. Although I found they use that in the show Succession on mm. HBO. Oh. You guys watch that? Uh, Amy does, my wife It's does. like old people shit. But it is. It is old people they shit. They used it the other day, and this white dude's going to a meeting trying to get fucking pumped up in the back of his limo, <laughs> jamming that his fucking AirPods. And I was like, oh, that's me. That sucks. Mine is limo or being rich. I've, I've had a comedian, uh, Jim Norton, who hates that show, or he like kind of hate watches it. Yeah. And he's, I've never seen it, but he broke it down exactly what he doesn't like about it so much. So I'm like, yeah, fuck that show. Oh, <laughs> like, that's how I never felt watched it. When uh, 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 South Park broke down Family Guy. Mm. Did you ever see that? Uh, episode? Yeah. I couldn't watch Family Guy for like two years. Yeah. Because I just, I just pictured the, the porpoises <laughs> like knocking the balls out, like making the funny phrase or it whatever. Was, it was genius to do that. And I, I can't imagine. I would love to know how many people dropped out of Family Guy after watching that. Because you know they got the same audience. Oh, it was so like, man, you guys nailed it. Yeah. And it ruined the show for like a good yeah. year or two for me. Uh, hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me is my co-host, Chris King. Hello. I really thought we'd already said hello. I thought we'd already done that. I thought <laughs> we were sorry, ending, I like, took over. No, it was so good. Fun. I just forgot that Eventually, we Eventually, I yet. will forget, though. Yeah. <laughs> Long enough timeline. Uh, and the sauce boss on the wheels of steel, the 2021 meat cake champion in the last white dragon. Get up for sauce lord, Zach. Ooh. And a very, I mean, we're killing these interests. <laughs> <laughs> and a very special guest in the studio, a comedian and professional broadcaster on the Bob and Tom Show, Jeff Oske. Yo. Well, welcome to the program. That's how, that's how a professional does it. doesn't need to be. <laughs> I thought he would come to you first, to be honest. Like, that's why I took a drink. Oh, you thought... I he, he did come like, to me first. He'd already said hello. Oh, to me. So, he said I, you were I, the last one. Oh, I'm we've so, been here, we've been doing intros for twenty minutes, man. You were the very last one. My bad. Oh, we, we gonna, it, it, didn't fall. it was a weird pattern because I yeah. went to Chris and then to Zach. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to a circle. <laughs> That's right. That's it, how we do it in professional a circle. We don't jump around the room. We're working on our shapes, though. We're still learning. We do ours as an X. Welcome to the program. You've you've called in. You've called in the. I don't know. Did you call? You called in the uh, the drunk dial. the drunk dial, yeah, a couple times. But this is the first time that we got to have you live in studio, Woo-hoo. and you got to participate with uh, what we like to call an away game. Yeah, uh, usually we'd have you over, we'd cook you an elaborate brunch, but today we went out to Gallery Pastry Shop in uh, Broder- South Broderpool. Yeah. It was amazing. Shout out to Chef Ben, who we've had on the program before. Yeah, top notch, top notch service. It was great. Everything, was, Everything great. was great. My omelet I, was so good. That was the first. This is the first, Jeff. This is the first away game I've ever been a part of. I always have to I, eat here. I, and you paid. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, no, you. you didn't need to bring that up. But yeah, that's that's I did. <laughs> you I were at Gomez I, with us. Oh no, I, you weren't. No, no, I mean I I've eaten at Gomez with you, but we didn't do a show after. We didn't. 
Oh, and we did the we did yeah. the show after. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I don't see that as a weight game because I still had to eat Dyke's food. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's only I look at it as this is how spoiled I am. Everything Dyke makes is amazing, but to me, it's like when your mom makes food. And like, and because I, I asked him, like, hey man, those away games, that would be great. I would love to do that. And he's like, no, we have we have away games at home. That's it's like that. <laughs> And then we have to eat his stuff. Like, I mean, it's good, but like, I go, I like going away. I was just so excited. That's why I paid. I was just so excited to be just anywhere else. It was nice. It, you know what? It, it was nice for me too. Not, yeah. to, not to have to cook, not to have to get up early. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad. I feel like I still owe you like a, a brunch. So we'll have to get you All back right. on sometime. We'll uh, invite my girlfriend too. She woke up this morning and was like, oh, I woke up early. Let's go get some brunch. I was like, not today. Oh. Did you say that his girlfriend wasn't invited? She could have come. Like she uh, she was at home making scrambled eggs when I left. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. I was like, I gotta go to the Ubers here. We've definitely <laughs> we've definitely been the cause of some of some fights. Yeah, some couple yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. We had, you know, uh, Willie Willie Bostic. Yes. So he apparently hates food. I didn't know that before he came on. He didn't really. really you me. didn't realize that fucking ninety two pounds <laughs> really didn't like to eat food. Ninety two pounds, twenty bit beard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, his his poor wife uh, apparently is a huge fan of brunch. And then he came on, didn't eat anything, and then also didn't take any food home. There and there was so, was so much, much left because he didn't eat so anything. So much left over. We did an episode with him that we did a follow up with her, and the only thing he really loved was he made some beans. Yeah, was, and he, plain ass beans. Yeah, he didn't stop talking about those beans forever. He loved those beans. Like there was nothing on them. I didn't. It's because that dude's a hobo. Like he probably fucking just cracks open a can of beans yeah. and just eats them straight yeah. cold. He does. Like sets them next to a candle, warms them up a little. Like yeah, he, I think that's what Dyke did differently he's like he cooked him he's like what you put in those beans heat and that's what it was and willie never had it before he just eats it like papa he pours the pours the cup right and it opens the can and pours it right in his mouth i always try to ask people like hey do you have any food allergies or just foods you don't like i don't want right. you to come over here and hate strawberries I'll, I'll try not to make those for you but he told me like a couple things he was like yeah i don't like eggs and i don't like you know something else and i was like okay and then he neglected to list the other 57 things that he doesn't, doesn't like. like yeah but the only thing he would have said that he liked is like plain bread yeah. Uh, warm, not hot beans. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what else he ate. Oh, he you made him. What do you? Was it a snack wells or some kind of pop tart or something? You made him something. Something you can get a vending machine. You really like that too, dude. I hate an adult that eats like a kid. Yeah, <laughs> Willie, I'm talking to you, son. Like there's it is not, like oh, I don't eat that. You're gross. Just put it. It's not going to hurt you. No, it Try matter. something new. I don't care. Oh, I don't normally. Just eat the fuck. Somebody cooked for you, asshole. Yeah, just have it. Like, eat that shit. Is there is there any foods that you don't do at all? No, I would eat whatever you made me. Yeah. The There's one thing I saw recently that just grew. So, like, uh, in culinary school, I remember they told us, like, you don't have to like caviar. But you have to be able to discern good caviar from bad caviar. Okay. Oh. So I tried a little bit, and like I have a passing knowledge of it. Not my favorite thing because unless it's like the bougiest of bougie, it's just kind of real salt over salty. Oh, so you like, only like really good caviar. You won't be salt <laughs> <laughs> yourself with yeah. shitty caviar. But most places that I'm going to get caviar served at are, is not going to be the the best of the best. Yeah. Where do you go to get <laughs> shitty caviar? When you go to the bars on the east side and you get the caviar and fries. So you're when you're at Jake Clyde's pub, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're caviar. You know, the only can eat caviar bar. But you're saying even if you if you were to go to like like a any restaurant that serves caviar, even that's not doing it for you. Unless I mean, it's, I would depend on the restaurant but my point is what about you, club rio <laughs> what about the caviar club rio? well sir i used to work there let me tell you oh really there's no caviar uh yeah i used to work in the i was a, a bouncer briefly and i worked in the kitchen there. really yeah. yeah uh but that's a whole nother that's awesome. um 
But no, I saw this. There's this guy uh, called the Liver King, and he just is like this dude with the beard, and he just works out, and he just eats like meat all day. And uh, I saw him take a giant salmon, like a pregnant salmon, and just it just scoop the eggs out of the sack and just eat it straight out of the fish. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't do that. Like that, just I think that maybe turned me off. What's caviar the, and roe forever. Uh, okay, what's the difference between caviar and roe? I think roe is just because it's from salmon, right? Different. What, so, so I'm. I, I believe that roe is any. You know, any any fish that has eggs is in a, like a row. Okay, but like caviar is more specific. Okay, like, oh, like certain certain types of fish and certain. I think it's even from certain regions or whatever. So row is like the overall, and then you have all, your substrate. Yeah, yeah. All caviar is row. Right, right. But, but not, not all row is caviar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm getting letters written. Dude, right I'm, now. Getting, I'm, I'm getting so t-shirts <laughs> printed with that shit. That's how bougie I am. I can. That's awesome. But, oh, can we cuss? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah let them rip. Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, I feel like everyone's allowed to have, like, one or two things. When it's something that I feel like goes into everything, like, if someone's like, I don't like onions, then I'm like, I don't, no. I don't know what to do for yeah. you. There's nothing I can say that I don't. I'm not, like, a big. I can only say there's things that I'm not a fan of. Like, I don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't like cooked carrots. Like, I just don't. I say, like, hey. Mm, oh, I know what it. you're not a fan of. I'm very well aware. <laughs> I mean. No secrets yeah. around here. We make a whole podcast peas? about it. Why are there peas in this dish? Yeah, peas. I guess anything that's it's like... most of the vegetable family. It's actually a substantial <laughs> no, amount of, of Actually, food. that's where you're wrong, Zach. I think it's anything that ends up in a Hunger Man. That's what I don't like. <laughs> and especially because he uses Hunger Man grade peas and carrots. I think that's a lot of it. Like, if it's like if it comes in a frozen bag, that's what he's putting on some, you know, really nice piece of meat. Like, hey, how come you didn't like those frozen peas? Oh, I'm, I'm Frozen the, peas are great. There's nothing wrong with a frozen pea. I know you made a whole dish about it. But <laughs> can we market our own frozen dinners and call them Hungry Dykes? <laughs> I think we, if we're not, we should. You want to get canceled? But there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. Hungry Day. No one else is going to get that. Uh, but yeah, but I, there's nothing I don't. There's nothing as an adult that I would be like, oh, I'm not going to eat that. There's not. I honestly don't think clearly. There's nothing that I'm not eating <laughs> anymore. Is there anything you, you would if you got it, you just wouldn't eat it? Uh, I mean, like, I don't know if I could do like eyeballs. Like I've done eyeballs. Like uh, like fish head soup. I'm not big on like eating like the heads of things. Yeah. I'll eat like pork cheek or something, mm. but yeah. like something like an actual face. I'm just like ah, I'd probably leave that off to the when side. When you eat the eyeballs out of, I've have eyeballs off a of fish. They leave the head, and you literally have to scoop the eyeballs yeah, out. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that's my jam. I don't think it's anybody's jam, but I've tried it. It's not like it's like oh well, that's not great, and I would never want that again. But I got into. I, I think when you get into that kind of stuff, just get like someone. Like for me, it was like uh, my friend Steve Ruby, who's just a big like into. He's like big into Oful and stuff. And he got me liking foods that I never thought. Like, we were di- deep frying, like, duck hearts and stuff. Yeah. Whoa. Fucking delicious. And it was just, like, but not something I'd ever think. But, like, you know what I want to eat? Like, 17 fried duck hearts. <laughs> <laughs> but we started eating, like, if you get someone that's, like, knowledgeable and excited about it. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, you got to try that. Oh, don't eat that one. Eat this one. But that right. goes back to your caviar thing. It's, like, if people know what they're doing with it, yeah. they can they can work with it. But if it's just, like, hey, let me, how about a duck heart? Like, I just have just laying around, like. I don't think so. I feel like any food, there's an uh, like the 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 ideal version, which is really actually pretty awesome. Even yeah. like tuna right. noodle casserole. Yeah. Like if right. you were in the golden era of that, and you know there were some good ones, but <laughs> now they're all just bullshit. Well, like growing up, I always thought I hated Brussels sprouts, and oh, come yeah, to yeah. find out, no, I just hated my mom's fucking. Right. Like she didn't know how to fucking cook them, you, and you, then I ate somebody's who knew what the yeah. hell they were doing, and now it's my favorite vegetable. Me too. I think that was they a whole- they, they did change uh, Brussels sprouts. No, what? but isn't they, oh, they, so before you go into this? That's a pretty big what? No, they they, 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 they genetically, but Brussels sprouts used to just smell like farts. 
And that's yeah. why everyone in like the 70s and 80s was like Brussels sprouts was like punishment because everyone's mom made Brussels sprouts. Well, my it. mom would just and steam them in the microwave. Yeah. Like, there <laughs> wasn't just, salt. There wasn't. Oh, like, that's it what was I'm just, say. That yeah. what it was on. But they like, did genetically like uh, breed what? the fart smell out of Brussels sprouts. No. I'm I working on that. What are Brussels sprouts? <laughs> They're cabbage and broccoli combine? That's sure. how they no. were invented. I don't know. No, I, mean, I think they're their own. Their uh, own. I th- no, I think you uh, might be right. I don't know. They if might it's, be a hybrid. I might be high. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bit. Uh, bring it up, producer. Bring it up. I don't know if it's genetically modified Brussels sprouts. I just know that like my mom made them the same way. It was like in a it, first of all frozen bag again. But then, yeah, it would just be like pour the frozen bag into a bowl and then put that in the microwave for I'm like I'm not 10 saying minutes. that your guys' moms don't know how to cook Brussels sprouts. I believe <laughs> they were, know how to cook And shit. they were like white. Like they were like the green was all out of them. Yeah. Like they, it was like all the flavor was sucked out and then like had Not genetically modified, but like like, cro- like crossbred. Like. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh. That, that'd be Zach. I don't yeah. know where the hey, internet is at. There you go. I'm still reading it. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's actually. No, that, well, this that, fact check says it's not true. That, oh. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that just reads the headlines, so we were going to go with whatever he said. Yeah. It says, despite what Dyke says. Uh, <laughs> oh, it says it at the top. Yep. NPR. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but also, the, I mean, whatever. There's the the first smells out, but also people are cooking them. Compl- the fact that you can go. I remember, I think it was Bluebeer was the first place I went, and they had Brussels sprouts. And I, I think I was talking to the guy. I was like, man, do a lot of people get these Brussels sprouts? Like, yeah, they're amazing. Everybody loves them. Like, well, then I'll get them. And they were amazing. Yeah. But I think that's because the secret is bacon. Does some bacon. That is a big piece of it. Yeah. How do you make yours? Teach me. Bacon. Bacon. Uh, I think the thing is you you blanch them off first. I think a lot of vegetable cooking people, especially like dense vegetables, like, I don't know what that sound was. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we didn't just gloss over that. (laughs) I was trying. I was really going to try. That wasn't the dog. Like, he said bacon, and all of a sudden, Dyke's nose just makes a noise when bacon comes up. That was crazy. Uh But uh, yeah, I think with a lot of dense vegetables, uh, you hit it with a quick blanch, and then what's a blanch? Just you like real hot water, real quickly, real briefly. Oh, okay, and then cold water, and then it'll lock in like the colors, especially like stuff that's green. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, and then you can cook it however you want. But like some people throw it in the oven. I I, I like doing it in cast iron bacon. Yeah, a uh, little balsamic vinegar. Um, mm. Bacon. Although your, always your, bacon. your bread and butter is taking something that should be healthier vegetarian than putting bacon in it. Bacon or butter almost yeah, on anything. Every time. Gonna, yeah. It's going to really. That'll do it. <laughs> make you. Just like last week, you had like a perfectly vegan soup and then you covered it in bacon. There was no reason for it. <laughs> Ooh. It's like take out the vegan. Would you like that? How about some bacon in that? Eat that. Well, we had one uh, pop up vegan and I had nothing for her. So I uh, I just gave her oh, one yeah. with pumpkin seeds on top, and then everyone else got bacon. Not everything, not everything falls under the umbrella of a pop up. You, you yeah. keep saying somebody. You said something else when we were eating. Somebody had a pop up show. Like that's not everything. Is just a pop up. That's just her. She showed up. She showed up. She popped in. She popped in. Didn't pop up. <laughs> she showed up. Not everything's a pop up. Everything falls under the umbrella. You said you said she popped like a pop up like vegan. Like she just she set up shop as a vegan in the place. We didn't expect it. She popped by. She popped by. <laughs> she could pop up. She, I mean, she could pop. By, she could pop in, pop over, pop over. She like popped a, over like a pop like over, a turnover pop through. <laughs> Any of those things would have worked. Not a pop up empanada. Well, no, Zach, that's that's stupid. Now you're just speaking it. Oh, speaking of which, we are having our pop up. We are doing that's, great a, that's segue. a pop up. Great segue. Yeah. That's Chris. what I was doing. And there's going to be empanadas there. Uh, our our pop up is going to be at Gomez Barbecue next Sunday. Come check us out. Uh, me and the Sauce Boss and uh, Alan Sternberg. We're going to be. We're going to be cooking up some fun things. Um, Zach, you're going to be doing a dessert of some sort. I'm very excited to hear about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just remembered I, I agreed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, he's got a week to figure it out. Wow. And then, of course, you know, Gomez does have that two-way liquor license, so we'll be slinging uh, mimosas, uh, craft beer, all kinds of fun stuff. Come by, meet, meet, meet the gang. Meet the yeah. gang, eat some food. Um, it is limited seating in there, so you're more than welcome to swing by and take some food to go. Or uh, We take up most of it. That's how limited it is. Like, <laughs> if, if we, if you guys weren't cooking and we had to sit down, that's 50% of the seating right there. So get there early. It's like 15 seats, I think. But also the best thing that I know a lot of our listeners enjoy is like we're going to go till well, we'll go till food runs out, but that's usually around like two or so, one or two. Yeah. So you can Even when you're it. doing, like I know on this show, you don't actually do it at brunch. You just do it at lunch yeah. every time. But even when you're actually doing a brunch, you just you still don't want to stick with that. There's two types of people, though. There's people that they want to be there at 11 o'clock. Yeah. They would eat their food, and they're, they're going to do a bunch of stuff the rest of the day. Yeah. And then there's my kind of people that want to roll a bit, out of bed at like 1 and still be able to get breakfast food. <laughs> but that's called lunch. Like, just be, is, it, is it brunch if you can still have a waffle at 1? That's just lunch. I think brunch goes till three on Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. What? But not on not Monday through Friday. Oh, Only just on, on Sundays. Yeah. Is that the deal? If it's on Sunday and you I question, I question Saturday brunch sometimes. I don't know. Oh, that makes sense. But if it's a Sunday, have you, you ever seen what he does with brunch? We've had just yeah. Like, I see that yeah. he does it at lunch, Zach. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And sometimes yeah. it's not at lunchtime. Sometimes it's, it's always at lunchtime. Sometimes it's dinner, dinner time. Yeah. So, remember that one time it was two weeks sometimes ago. There's not even brunch food there. Not at all. No, he, I think yeah. two weeks ago he gave us it was burritos. Yeah, it was just Something. afternoon burritos. Yeah, which is also brunch. <laughs> I think they're evening, evening burritos. Brunch is in the heart, okay? Brunch is in using, the eye of the right. beholder. There's you're no using, time constraint. <laughs> no. I think you're using brunch the same way you use pop-up. Just everything's falling under that umbrella. <laughs> at, some point, at some point, it's become dinner. Well, it's an empanada term. I think if we're sitting here eating at waffles at night, that's no longer brunch. Well, we, we did call that night brunch. I think <laughs> we that was. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. No, yeah, he's, that's he's, his dinner. We he's trespassed every boundary. Yeah, but that's still. But you call it breakfast for dinner. It's still dinner. Man, the kids love breakfast for dinner. <laughs> I love breakfast. They're more excited about breakfast for dinner than fucking steak. Yeah, like they're like, oh, bre- oh, sweet. What biscuits do you do for breakfast gravy. for dinner? Just like oh. uh, biscuits and gravy yeah. with uh, sunny side up eggs, and mm. then just like uh, fried potatoes. Well, that's good. That's great. That's amazing. That's a good dinner. Uh, how are your biscuits? You, you pride yourself on your biscuits and gravy? I do. And uh, I probably shouldn't, but I do. But I got biscuits and gravy yesterday. Where was I? And uh, man, it was so disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I well, I didn't want. Well, there is a very base level of biscuits and gravy that I feel like is is passable, servable. Uh, but no. was it like too floury or? It was. It had the consist like it looked like snot. Uh, like it had the cons- like a weird. Gel, gel about it. Yeah, like it that was, sucks. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Me. It was probably from a bag or something. But I don't understand how you can screw. You can't really screw biscuits and gravy up. I mean, it's, oh, it's, you can. I mean, you, I, it doesn't make any sense why you can't because even at the nicest, even if you have the best, the highest level of biscuits and gravy, it's still bread and grease. Like it's still like you can't. It you can make okay. it. You can be real floury. The flour's not cooked out. Yeah. Oh, and, and the gravy. Yeah, Ooh, then yeah then I've just, seen that. Okay, so I take that back. I pride myself on my sausage gravy. My biscuits suck. Like I just oh. buy like fucking uh, flakes like that. Oh, those are good though. Like, but I make my own gravy. But I've tried to make biscuits. I'm horrible at it, so I just stopped. It's a thing. I just buy pre-made biscuits. They're like a buck. You ever tried deep frying those biscuits? I don't deep fry anything. <laughs> <laughs> frying scares me. It's gonna, it's gonna change your life. You get that? Yeah. I mean, it'll also make a kitchen smell like deep fried everything well, for the rest get, of your you life. Can pop it, you can pop it in the air. If you got an air fryer, pop it in the air fryer. Oh, can I get a really? pop-up air fryer? You get a pop-up air fryer? There is a pop-up, goddammit! Put a pop-up air fryer and call it brunch. We got a pop-up air fryer over here. It's just an air fryer, you son of a bitch. It no, just happens to be there. No, not mine. That's a pop-up air fryer. 
And you can you put you put those biscuits in your fryer? I've never seen you do that before. I didn't even know what I've never done it, but I mean, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna see how it goes. Yeah, I think you just go get your regular. You don't want to get like the flaky. You want to get because then when they fry and they flake off, it gets all crazy. Yeah, but just get a normal like Pillsbury, whatever. It gets all crazy. It fries off. He's making about? it up. He's never done it before. I was gonna say, what he's are you just, talking about? You no, know. because I fried it, and that's yeah, what a, happens. A, an air fryer has no. You're not putting it, dropping it in anything. It's just in the air. Uh, it fluffs I'm, up in the air. I'm gonna do it. Both ways. I'm gonna see what happens. I think it'll work. I'm just saying, I I would I try it with the regular grands first before I try it with like a fi- uh, flaky dough. You make them into balls, or do I got to Do I just put them the way no, they are? Just open the thing. Okay, this is the most about food we've ever had on this <laughs> podcast, and we got a comedian. And we did you didn't even make the food today. That's that's amazing. I like talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> we we know we normally we normally uh, break down what I made, and Chris has uh, all of his complaints about the. Yeah, it's a it's called the pop up breakdown. That's what it's called. <laughs> So today, obviously, we're not going to be smirch uh, <laughs> gallery no, no, pastry, no. which did yeah, an amazing job, great. by the way. They were great, and our waitress was amazing, and <laughs> yeah. she had, uh, I mean, <laughs> the family that showed up next to us, it just whenever I go to places like I that. I hated those people. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know them, but everything I, about them said, I hate this whole family. I, 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 hate, I hate their offspring. I'm so I hate glad their you grandparents that. that are dead. <laughs> I hate everything that yeah. made that family the family that it was. I'm so glad you said that because I've been really, toy- you know, uh, wrestling with myself because I see people like that and I'm the same exact way. Instant hatred. There was the one dude who got there early and was like, all I saw was him saying, hey, this uh, Tammy's going to sit here and then Maria will sit uh, here. And I think, yeah. Like the whole time, like, and in my head, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Like, I, I don't know why it makes me so angry. Uh, I'm surprised you guys were paying that much attention to <laughs> it. Was, it was, was bothering Patagonia vest at that fucking table. <laughs> Everybody had, had a vest. Fucking Nordstrom. Everybody had a vest, and it was like all the staples too. Uh, like then they were, she was taking the order, and I just overheard the woman close to us like, "Oh well, I really can't have that at all. Like oh, if yeah. it's anywhere, and I, I just need just the whites. Yeah. Just the whites. Is there any way you could just make a separate one just for me? Like I just heard that. Like <laughs> fuck you, fuck you." But yeah, I always, I always feel bad. Like, there's no reason. There's no reason that those people, those, those people don't. My thing is like, those people are not looking at us like, oh, I'm so. No, angry. we had a very middle aged dad energy at our. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. <laughs> like, oh, they must have just dropped their kids off at Sunday camp or something like that. We were definitely. It's called not punching down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't care. But it was. It's everything. That's the thing. Is like that place is great. That place is super nice. But that is the risk you always run about going to a really nice brunch that we avoid. Yeah, is those people. Those and are the. They may have been nice a people. lovely family. <laughs> Who yeah. have helped the community, no. um, and I hate him. I hate him. I, I hate everything thing. about him. I just, yeah. The, I mean, the, all the guy did was just say was as soon as he said where people were sitting, I'm like, I hate those people. I hope one of them trips and bangs their head against one of the chairs. Dude, That's what I was. Told. Two of the women had plastic surgery. <laughs> Like I while we tell. were there, while yes. we were there at the table, they were getting. <laughs> Can I get a collagen with this with these biscuits? By the way, I can't have did, any. Did you bread see those. the food that came out? None of that food was on the menu. No, like oh, no. everything they got was not on the menu. They were very much like, is there any way you can just go across the street and get what they have? Like we don't want, we don't want any of this. Like we brought our, we actually brought our own menus, and we'd like you to make something off of those. See, I liked the fact that at first we were in the, kind of in the private section. There was no yeah. no one really around us. I was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to be crammed in with people and then there was like a 13 top came in next to us and like oh here we go there was a lot of 300 dollars denim up in that yeah at that yeah. table there everything was, was sparkling anytime yeah. you can see the reflection in the back of someone's pants they've got yeah. too much on 
Well, here's the thing. We went into their turf, okay? You don't yeah, that's us, true. You that's don't right. you don't hit like a honeycomb and get mad when the bees come out. <laughs> that's like, right. I mean, we were we both we both got dirty chai. That was definitely their homes. We're not supposed to be there. Like just because we're called dirty chais, at least that's what that called us. That doesn't mean getting them is a whole different level. Jeff, how long have you been doing stand up for? Um eighteen years, I guess now. Wow. Wow. Because I started the day I turned thirty. But I didn't like you know, I would like come out and do an open mic and then be really frustrated and not do well. When I first started, you could only get up once a month at Crackers. Mm. Yeah. Because of, I mean, they'd put up like 18 people every week and there was still like that long of a waiting list to get yeah. up. Wow. Yeah. And that was like that for like the first year. The most I could get up was once a month for like six, well, three minutes for the first time and then six minutes. And so. And there weren't like bar, like nobody had, nobody gave a shit enough to like go start shows and shit. So yeah, I was pretty much for the first year, year and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, it took me like three and a half years before they even started like emceeing me. Mm. Oh wow! And uh, and then once I started emceeing, I like moved up real quick. But it took forever to get any paid work, like. You know, you do a bar show here and there, but it was really rare. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, it's like fucking every night's something going on, which is sweet. Yeah. But people would start shows and they'd last for like, you know, two or three months. And mm. then, you know, somebody would say some shit that would. <laughs> it's like, what What do you think was going to fucking happen yeah. if you said that shit through a microphone? Yeah. Like, now yeah. the owner doesn't want you walking everyone. That's not viable <laughs> to their business. Like. Dad and I did a, we went to check out just like an open mic in Ohio and we get into this bar and it's got like a nice stage right next to the bar. And we're like, oh, this place looks cool. And, uh, and then like the people right there are like, oh, we're not, we're not going to be on that stage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the, like the main stage right here in the middle where everyone can see and like, no, 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 we're in the back. And I was like, and then I look where, around. Where, where, what state was this? Was this, this it? it was Ohio. Okay. It was in what, Dayton? You guys, you everybody has good Ohio comedy stories. But like, so we go. There's this little side room where I would say eighty percent of it is obstructed view. Uh, wow! <laughs> so, oh yeah. So only like four people could actually sit, and then they were right on top of you, and then everyone else was in the other room, you know, for the big stage. <laughs> And they'd have to look around this partition at you. And we're, we're like, what the, why are we doing this? It makes no sense. And like, oh, somebody said some stuff the last couple of weeks. And the, the owners got a little nervous. So they, yeah. they moved the comedy into the back. Oh, did the comedy go on while something else was going on? Like there was two different shows and two different oh, stages. Dude, I started a room at the Stutz building for like three months. And the last time oh, I did wow. it there was... There was an IU game on, and you performed in front of where the, like the big Jesus wall TV Christ. was, and they wouldn't like turn it off or <laughs> or turn down the sound, like they like, and so people were like trying to watch the game around the comedians, <laughs> just like sit the fuck down, like, and can, it was just can like shut that guy up. It was like it, I'm uh, this room's done. I'm that done sucks. doing this. When you so you have a uh, a pretty sweet gig at Bob and Tom show, but when you started out, were you hoping to just do stand up? Hundred percent. No, actually, like I wanted to be a writer for the Bob and Tom show, and the guy, wow. the guy I worked for, used to own all the comedy clubs in town. I used to work at the Old Point Tavern as a kitchen manager mm. um, back before it got bought out and became something the Tavern or whatever the fuck it is now. How long ago was that? 
Would 18 you years ago. Uh, okay. That was, yeah. And uh, the owner, there was, there was the the only owner, it's very out. rare that Dyke and I are the younger people in the room. Usually it's like, <laughs> oh, you don't know what it used to be like. The <laughs> only, the guy who owned it used to own like Crackers Comedy Club yeah, back yeah, yeah. before he sold mm. it. And, uh, the chicken patty. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So I told Chick, I was like, I want to be a comedy writer. He goes, well, nobody's going to fucking hire you to write shit if they can't see your yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool so then like <laughs> six months later i went down and i go hey i think i'm gonna do an open mic and uh he goes yeah man you're gonna you're gonna fucking suck <laughs> and i was like oh like i thought you'd be supportive and he goes oh man if you if that's gonna bother you don't fucking do comedy like if yeah. me telling you that yeah like, and uh so i did it and they didn't chicken patty didn't come out and watch me for like <laughs> Seven years, like they're like, nah, we've seen comedy before. Well, that's what they're. they're and I'm like, no, like I'm good, and they're like, nah, no, nah, I doubt it. A lot of people like, have said that. Yeah, and yeah. then I think the first thing they came to was my album recording, and afterwards he's like, you're actually decent. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, he goes, uh, oh, that's what he said. He goes, oh, you got all the addictions and hangups of a comedian. You just ain't got any jokes. And I was <laughs> they like, after your show. No, that was oh. that was when I told him I wanted to be a comedian. He goes, well, you got all the fucking hangups. You just need yeah, to. Write. Yeah. He goes, you know, you have to write jokes, right? Like, yeah, mother. What like, are they? <laughs> but then, how I got the job at Bob and Tom, yeah. Chicken Patty were out at Martha's Vineyard part in and he called me one night and was like hey you should write for the bob and tom show and i go yeah yeah right that's like my relatives going you should you should get on kimmel yeah yeah oh yeah you need to do is get like a sitcom that would you would, that would be great for you and he goes uh he goes i'll call tom he owes me i'll get you a job oh, <laughs> and he was all fucked up yeah and so the next day he called me he goes yeah tom said to call him and he'll uh He'll talk to you. And so I call him. He goes, yeah, I'm in the middle of doing an album. Call me in six months. And I go, okay. So I marked on the calendar. And then six <laughs> months, I call him. He goes, yeah, I'm getting ready to have a baby. Uh, call me in like six months. <laughs> and wow. so I marked it on the calendar. And in six months, I called him again. He goes, uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of doing another album. Uh, give me a call in like three months. And I go, okay. And so I called him. And he goes, yeah, man, we're, we're pretty full. And I go, oh. Son of a bitch. And then I had my baby, and it's like two weeks old, and I'm sitting there watching it while my wife's at work. And I get this call, and he goes, hey, I had a, a fallout. Meet me at Binkley's in 20 minutes. I'll, I'll meet with you. And I go, oh, cool. And so I went to my next-door neighbors. I go, hey, we watched my baby. <laughs> We've never spoken before. <laughs> yeah, I really need it was to look this at my like, baby. cool old gay couple. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, yeah, we'll watch your baby. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so I get into Mike. And uh, and I went there, and he didn't show up for like two hours. God damn. And I was just like sitting there, and I'm like, Is, am I getting punked? And uh, finally showed up, and I go, yeah. He goes, uh, Chick says you're funny, and uh, I should let you write for us. And I go, okay. And he goes, yeah, start sending me shit. And I go, okay. And uh, he goes, is that all? And I go, I guess. And he goes, all right. And he just like got up, <laughs> like paid, paid, like threw some money on the table and walked out. And I go, uh, so like, how do I send you shit? Like I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't tell me how. Like I had to like contact some people. I'm like, hey, he told me to send him stuff, but I yeah. don't have his email. And so I started sending him shit, and he didn't respond for like. A year, like I send stuff every day. This is fucking hardcore dedication on your part. I would have. Oh, I was. Given I up. was not giving up. I was like a war of attrition by then. Like yeah. I was like two and a half years into this. I wasn't. Do you get <laughs> mad when people just get hired on now? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like Jesus Christ. 
I don't, yeah, no. I mean, everybody, you go through your own shit. I think Tom appreciates me more in the long run because he knows that I'm dedicated. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, you know, even when, you know, I think, actually, I take that back. About six months of sending him stuff, his assistant contacted me and was like, what's your address? And then I got like a small check and I was like, oh, this is cool. And so uh, they have been using it. No, they hadn't been using my. They don't use most of writers writing. They just pay them money every month. Oh, wow. Like it's just kind of hit or miss. That's weird. Well, it's kind of like, so I know this for a fact. So Jay Leno used to have writers and he would want 50 jokes from each writer. And he had like 20 writers for every night. And he would pick three jokes. Oh, wow. Yeah. For his monologue. And the rest went in the trash. And the next day he wanted the same shit. And he would read all. You know, yeah, four hundred punchlines, yeah, and then pick the four he wanted. And everything else went in the trash, and that's Tom. Yeah. He oh, he has every, he has all that shit sent to him, mm. and he's like, I can use this. I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this, and everything he doesn't want goes in the trash, and the next day is brand new again. So you writing? Are you writing bits? Or are you just writing jokes? I've written bits like fake commercials and shit, yeah, yeah. and then um, we don't do as many bits anymore, but. Yeah. Um, I write like uh, jokes for. I write for some of the call-in characters, like when they okay. call in. Like I'll, I'll have written the call-in or okay. whatever. Um, then I write for like Tom if like some Christy does a news story and he says something funny. Like that may be something I wrote or yeah. Dwight Simmons wrote or mm. DJ Dangler wrote or Jeff Bodart or whoever. Yeah, he j- or Terhune. He just he has a big screen that's just like. 50 punchlines, and he can pick which one he wants when he Oh, he just it. does it on the fly like that. Oh, He's yeah. Like, wow. and, and if he even, a lot of times he, I'm like, man, that was a great line. Who wrote that? And he goes, me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's, that was really funny. I wanted to give yeah. somebody some credit for it. And he goes, yeah, I wrote that. And I'm like, oh, that was really funny. I'm sorry. Like, that's hilarious. Hey, we had all of the writers of the Bob and Tom show on at Almost, this point? I think, except for Bodart. Oh, uh, we got a. Got to collect them all. Got to get them all. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Jeff Hoske. Yeah. Messiah. Pocket full of slave owners. Money is the sweetest hangover. Making soda gang culture. I told you I was a soldier. Told you I was crazy. Ayatollah Khomeini on the iPhone with Israelis. Leatherneck warfare. I survived the 80s. Little red Corvette parked outside of Paisley. Southside, baby, money got me acting shady like, fuck you, pay me, I'm going out like Dick Cheney. Secondary, most necessary, most definitely. Couple G's on me, bringing out the devil in me. I need that bread like I need a hole in my head. Better off rich, no, bitch, I'm better off dead. Keeping me alive at the same time, high as a fucking kite. Catch 22 hindsight, been chasing it all my life. Short days, long nights, nine bucks for an hour, fuck that, we on strike. Say what, say what? Every day's another day closer. That was great. Welcome back to the Harder Brunch podcast. Uh, yeah, where'd you hear that? Who is that? That's uh, really good. This dude out of Minnesota named Muja Messiah. That's who that and, was? Uh, yeah, he was on this. Uh, <laughs> I listened to this uh, rapper named Prof, P R O F, and uh, he guested on one of his, and then I started listening to him. I like him way more than Prof. <laughs> oh, okay. like, so. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so I listened to his shit. He does, uh, he did the thing like every Monday for like a year, he would put out like a two minute rap over whatever the hot beat was that week. And oh, cool. wow. Usually he comes up with some fire shit. 
you were bad. you were talking uh, before the break. Uh, we, were, we were getting into your uh, origin story, and I just wanted. I think we've talked about this before on another podcast. But when I first met you was uh, my first year in a comedy, and it was my first big show. Uh, ever like it was the oh, big, at the IMA yeah yeah and that was fun so it was uh, it was um it was the short film festival for Heartland Heartland Film Festival and I had I don't know what your how they picked you or I'm assuming they came to you but like they came to me and like they came and the the lady had to come see me perform at first to make sure I was like right for the crowd and then she even gave me notes like hey everything was cool except this one joke. Was it was like a little raunchy or whatever? Is she that the like, time you did this show at the park with like twelve year olds? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is that? That's a, no. I thought you did. Sounds you like did. I belong on a watch list. Or something. <laughs> you may no, want to no, no. give some details. Remember, on you that. you said they asked you not to put your pants on. No. Uh, but you did a show. You did a show with like there was like I, I just remember you did a show where there was a bunch of kids there. Um, thanks for derailing the story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was a yes and situation. I, I, I'm bad. I'm no, wrong. It was a bunch of it was a bunch of uh, fine art people who were there in a in a little theater. Oh, yeah. Well, like for me, like I've never, I've only done. I think the most people I performed in front of at that point was like maybe 10, 15 people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was within my first year, and I remember like. Telling people, I was like, oh, I'm on the show. And they're like, who else is on? And I was like, oh, it's me and this guy, Jeff Oske. And they're like, oh, he's like a professional comedian. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's, it should be fun, right? And they're like, I'm like, well, who's going first? And I was like, well, I assume me since I've been in it for a year and he's done it for like 15. Yeah. And they're like, you don't know? And I was like, who are you no, talking to? That's so angry I about the line. I gig out of town that night, <laughs> and so I talked to the lady. And I was like, "Hey, the only way I can do this is if I go first. And she goes, "Oh yeah, that's no problem. We'll get you out in time." So yeah. everyone so, has been telling me for weeks. Like one, they're like, "You don't have ten minutes," which was pretty who true. Are these terrible people just, you're just, talking just to. Other you did, what twenty twenty five? No, I think I, I think it was like twenty five. No, minutes? it was like fifteen or something. Like it yeah. was like. 12 or 15. But Let's I put never. This way, I didn't do good at all. Like, and then I was like, man, I'm glad I'm out of here. And I have to see these people. <laughs> Whoever's next is going to really yeah. suck for them. I walked in and I'm just like, I'm like, hi, hi Mr. Oscar. I would be your opener. And he was like, oh, no, I can't do that. He's like, I got this <laughs> other gig I got to do. And so now in my head, I'm just like, I have to follow this guy. Yeah. I have to follow this professional comedian. Yeah. In a, I mean, it was, I don't know, a couple so hundred he, he people. Had no trouble. It was it was terrifying, but yeah. How many people were there? The, the funny thing is, the gig I went to was three hours late starting, so I totally could have had enough time. <laughs> like, I didn't get on stage till like ten fifteen. I was supposed to go on stage at seven, like up in Rensselaer. Oh wow! I mean, like when you first start off, too, it's like I mean, not not knocking you at all, but like when you first started, it was like every, you're, you're the most famous person I ever met, and like you're the most seasoned com- comic I'd ever met at that time. Yes, like I didn't. We've know met anyone. more seasoned people since then. Good. <laughs> this is like. And then all week I've just had all my asshole open mic friends tell me what a bag of shit I am and how yeah. I'm going to fail. That's because they were fucking jealous <laughs> of you. That's what, like, God. Like, that's the thing. Like, everybody's super supportive in uh, this community until you succeed. <laughs> and then they're like, that motherfucker. Like, I should be fucking opening for Dave Coulier tonight. Not at fucking National Center. How's that asshole? Oh, I bet you fucking kiss Ruthann's ass to get that shit. Like, there's so much shit talking once you yeah. succeed. But until you succeed, everybody's cool. Yeah, like, like everybody's very it. supportive. And then they're like, 
oh, wait, you succeeded first. That's some bullshit. You're going <laughs> to fuck that up. That's well, what you got. I would say this, though. The people that I always, like, look up to, like you and Brent Terhune and DJ Dangler and all these people that I said, like, it's, like I, I maybe you're gossip hounds behind closed doors, but it seems like you're above all the bullshit. You don't you don't get involved no. in comedy politics. You just Dude, show up, be a, funny, be I a got, nice guy, and get out of there. Kids. Yeah, and plus I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I probably get more mad at like Daniel Tosh than I do some somebody <laughs> here. At, like, just like man, he was mean to me when I drove him around. I hate that guy. Oh my god, but, you have a Daniel Tosh story? Oh, Daniel Tosh fucking hated me. Yes. Like I had to like when you first started at Crackers as an MC, you got a Sunday night. Yeah. And uh, you had to drive the comic, and I went to pick him up, and he wasn't on TV TV yet. Like he yeah, didn't yeah. have Tosh point oh and shit. Yeah. And I didn't know. He was the, was he pretty? I don't remember if he was big before. I don't. I well, don't know he him was before. playing crackers. He okay. wasn't playing a stadium, or he wasn't playing, you know, like a theater yet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't know who the fuck he was. And uh, I went to pick him up, and you know, he's like, "I'll be inside the the lobby," and I go to pick him up, and I go in the lobby. I'm looking around, and there's like. A hundred people in this fucking lobby. Like, I don't know who the... Yeah. So I'm, like, standing there like a douchebag, like, looking around <laughs> for, like, five minutes. No one no one gives me, like, a, you know, like, hey, are you looking for me kind of nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go back out and call him, and he walks out to my car, and he goes, I was sitting in there the whole fucking time, and I go, I don't know who you are. <laughs> you, he, you didn't have a cardboard sign that said point oh on it? He was, <laughs> he was pissed. Like, bullshit, you don't know who I am. Really? And then uh, then he got my car, and, which, in his defense, was a piece of shit. <laughs> but he immediately got on the phone, and he's just like, yeah, man, they got some fucking fool picking me up. I got to ride around this fucking piece of shit fucking car. Wow. This is the last time I come to this fucking podunk bullshit town. If I come here again, I'm playing a theater. I'm not playing these fucking crackers comedy club bullshit. And fucking picking me up in a fucking used Taurus. Like, <laughs> used fuck, Taurus. Is that where I'm at in my life? Used Taurus getting driven around by some jack fuck who doesn't even know who the fuck I am? To his credit, though, that's actually pretty funny And, and in his defense... Next time he came back was was to the Marat, like he was going to the theater, and he didn't lie. Like he came, and then he was better than the tourists. And then, like I emceed for you know you emceed, and then when I brought him up, he's like, "Hey, give it up for my fucking driver." Uh, that guy sucks. He's got a piece of shit car. <laughs> yeah. Like, no wonder he's not succeeding in comedy. Wow. Like, just ripped me for like five Jesus minutes. And the Christ. crowd was going nuts. They were loving it. And I was just like, fuck you, Daniel Tosh. <laughs> was he bald at the time? Because it's funny no. how he got famous and he started getting his hair back. And the sad part is, I've watched his act. He was funny as shit. Yeah. Like, he was so funny. And, I, and that's how I know when somebody's funny when I fucking hate him. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, man, that dude's funny, though. That sucks. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, I've, I've never had to drive Dean Natasha around and use tourists. I don't like him either, but he's really funny. Like, I just, I hate it. He's really funny. And even Tosh 2.0, Tosh point oh, I, it was just a, honestly, anybody could have done that. That's like paint by numbers comedy when you're pulling YouTube shit. And like everybody does now, but he was kind of the front of that game. But even his stand up, I don't fucking like him. Pretty fucking funny. His bit about fucking money can't buy happiness. He's like, you ever fucking ridden a jet ski? Yeah, that's really funny. Fucking, like, you have a smile on your fucking face. Like that's funny. That's really well. Funny. And like one of the comics who I love, named Eddie Gosling, is one of the head writers on the Tosh show. So it's like I'll watch it because I'm like, well, I like his writers. He's got good writers. You can say that, yeah. but so I and his writers are funny dudes, and so I'll that gives it pass. But 
I never, I never understood it. Maybe now, I don't know, maybe with the internet and stuff, like the world just gets to be a smaller and smaller place, but I never got the idea of being a dickhead. It just seems like that reputation follows you around. And it's well, just it's like, also one of those, I don't know what he was going through that day. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. get it. I, I mean, I've had, I've had people who are nobody's be way bigger dicks than yeah. Daniel Tosh yeah, yeah, yeah. was. To me. It was like, That's kind of his wait, brand who though. the fuck are you? You can't fucking tell me that. Well, like I got like, like I'm not to, not to brag on me and that, but like when some of the service staff told us like, Hey, we really like you and Dyke cause you guys tip well. And like me and dad were like, we don't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we but, just tip. But you yeah. tip and that makes something. It, yeah. Like that's, Oh man, new comics. Like that's the one thing you like, just, you want to be like fucking tip. Like even if you just are drinking waters all night, fucking like it's going to yeah. cost you money to get into comedy. Yeah. If you don't have any money, don't fucking do comedy. Like, it costs money to get into comedy. You're going to have to go and sit right. at a bar for three hours. And you can't sit there for fucking free if you want that room to continue. But I think like nobody's going to want a bunch of comics coming and drinking waters and not tipping and be like, yeah, we want to have you back next week because yeah. our... My bartender made fucking $12 tonight. She yeah. loves sitting here for four hours to make $12. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you douchebag. No, it's that's valid. And this is sort of a continuation from last week's is like the paywall. But I was thinking about that. And like it, it, it does. You're gonna have to shell out something to to do whatever you want, and it's different levels. Unless right. you just want to wait tables forever and then grow up that, which is totally fine. But doing whatever you want to do, whether it's go to college and get a job, there's still some upfront money yeah, that you're gonna like have to pay. Do a podcast. Oh, well, you gotta buy your shit. Yeah, do your podcast. Yeah. Like well, you have Dyke to did, be did willing to <laughs> invest in your. And the other thing, or is, more, more network. I mean, that's the thing is like, oh, you know, there's there's uh, other stuff that too. All of it takes. You money. gotta invest your time yeah, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if you're a new comic and you aren't hanging out at the club every free minute you have for the first five to ten years you're doing comedy, like, you yeah. have, the person who does, even if they aren't as funny, is going to get yeah. ahead quicker than you. There's nobody, like, if I'm, like, trying to book somebody and, like, I have two people I can call, but I look around and these two dudes are in front of me, I'm going to offer it yeah. to the two dudes mm-hmm. standing in front of me. I'm not going to go in another room and call somebody. Right. Hey, because I want to look good to them. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. oh. Oh now, oh Jeff hooked me up with a gig. Like I like, I like seeing him. Like, yeah. I'm fucking, well, but when you hang out at the comedy club, you get way. I got way more gigs just being in there watching a show or hanging out at the lobby than I ever did by by any other means. Well, I think networking is. That's a good point, though. But I think too many people network for the sake of networking. Like, I'm only doing this to hopes that, like, someday you can help me. That's not what successful networking is. Successful networking is being cool with people because you're cool with them. And then you're building a network of people who are all supportive of people. Exactly. That's what networking is. Across right. the board, that's what it is. If you're going to, like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cool with this guy because maybe he can be a step up somewhere, that's never going to fucking work. Right. It's about being cool and being a likable person supporting somebody even when they're successful that's a successful network and I mean, that's it, I mean that's across works, the board it works a little no <laughs> everything works a like, little but like, I think honestly like I uh, I when I first started Matt Holt a uh, uh, local indie comic has moved he ran the open mic and me and him didn't like each other and then or and so I didn't get much time and then out of nowhere, him and Jeff Bodart, they did a radio show, and they're like, you want to come do this with us? I'm like, I fucking hate you guys. No, I don't. 
But then I was like, wait, one of them books the MCs and the other one books the open mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> but and they liked you, whether you didn't like them or not. They liked you. Right, but I went into it for the wrong reason. I ended up becoming best friends with both right. of them, but I went into it with, no, these guys, like, I want in, and they yeah. hold the keys, and so I'm going to be cool with them. But I guess though. that's my point, is it has to be, I honestly think you're going to be more successful if it's organic. Even in that situation, oh, yeah, totally. you walked in and it was shit, and then you actually like them. That's what happens. And this is, again, this is, this is across the board, and this is definitely even, you know, coming from HR job stuff, you're, there's too many people in that situation that are jumping on LinkedIn to, to quote unquote network. That shit doesn't work. Networking is building a network of, of fucking support across the board right. and all, all of us going somewhere. And if, if you're going somewhere and you can grab somebody else and help them, that's your shit. Not right. because they can do stuff because it's about taking the crew with you. Right. I treat whether it's a comic or a chef or anybody, like I just treat everybody the same. Right. You know what I right. mean? Like right. I'm not, I'm not trying to get anything out of anyone. If yeah. anything, I'm trying to. I I like to be able to help people if right. I could uh, more than more than have them help me. But <laughs> well, but I think a lot of people. I think that's a lot of things. Is that there's a lot of people that are in that situation where they're you know doing stuff like well, so what happened? Do you what? hear me? What do you mean? Oh God! I, I pulled my microphone out. I thought I, <laughs> I was like, I thought the world ended. I thought I was having a stroke, but I just pulled my mic out. That's yeah, what no, happened. Everything's fine. I honestly thought I was dead. Yeah, I good. like, hey, can you see me, Zach? I thought I was a ghost. Uh, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Does this ever happen on the Bob and Tom show? For four I, hours. I looked at Zach day. and I thought, I hope Zach can recognize me because there's a good chance I just died. I, all I did was not. At least you were cool under pressure, though. I mean, <laughs> it was awful. The thing is, though, with these headphones, because they're sound can- noise canceling, yeah. if you have no noise at all, it's like, I might be dead. Like, I could be a ghost. Oh. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, but it, I mean, no. I guess just, it just, you know, there are people all the time that are like, well, once I make it, I'll help somebody else. But you do have to put your money where your mouth is. And I think sometimes that's harder because helping people is, is tougher than it sounds, I think. But that is the deal. My, my thing is, is definitely organically, like if I'm going somewhere, if I can take whoever with me, I'm going to fucking oh, yeah. do that because it's just going to be more fun if we all could do that. My problem is, is like, usually I'm featuring for somebody because like, I don't like to headline because, uh, then nobody shows up and uh, I feel <laughs> stupid. And so I like when bigger people who have their own crowds. Yeah, yeah. But when I feature, I can't like, bring, oh, hey, man, can I? Usually it's a two man show. So it's not like I could bring anybody with me. But when I very rarely headline, I try to bring, you know, somebody local with me. Um, like when I did Story in, what, two, a couple of weeks ago, we did uh, Low Mitchell. There? Yeah, man, I got really messed up. I stayed nice. down there a couple days. We, I, couldn't, couple I, couldn't, days. I couldn't drive home on Sunday. <laughs> so I lived I, it for a while. I actually lost money on the gig. To be honest, I, had to, I, had to, I had to rent a room at 200 bucks a night for the next couple nights. Wait, where's story in? Drive. A story in the end is like a brown uh, It's like an a story. hour away. Yeah, I think it's, it's a story. Away, yeah. and I was too messed up to drive. Jesus. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because like, we're always like, oh, one well, of the best parts is they give the comics like, like a free cabin to yeah. sleep in. Yeah, that's nice. And um, I had to do Heart of Brunch, and I was like, next time I do it, we're doing Heart of Brunch in Story Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. staying in that ca- cabin. But that means that you somehow got up the next day and kept drinking all day. No, I got up the next day, and I was like, like we went to brunch there, and like I got food. Like Honestly, I, I got slipped something. Like I was... I got roofied? Ne- 
I've never been me and my girlfriend at one time. Like I would have called nine one one to have them come save us, but neither of us could find our phones. Jesus. Like we were both just. Oh, this was like an all day hangover. No, like the that night of at like three in the morning, we were both face down in a pile of vomit in our what rooms the on the floor. Like this story took a like turn. Going, are you alive? Yeah, I can't. We need medical attention. Where's your phone? Like we couldn't find our phones. That's how. So up you we were. went to. You woke up the next day and you were good. No, I woke up the next day and I had to like I was like I can't drive home. She's like neither can I. Like we can't even hardly walk. Like we were all dizzy and shit. And Jesus. And then you was, had brunch and then like oh, like I ate like two bites. I was like nope, I'm out. I can't eat anymore. This wow. is disgusting. And we went back up and like later oh, that's why I went over and was like, "Hey, I'm going to need the room for another night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to clean up a bunch of I didn't tell them <laughs> but I had to clean up a bunch of vomit. That's but. a bunch of Anyway, printing. shout out to our friends at the story and uh <laughs> They actually have a nice, clean, vomit-free cabin. Yeah. The food is delicious when you're not halfway dead. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to take that out, I would be, I, no, I wouldn't okay. be mad at you. We're going to put in a bunch of stories about you, about you being roofied. But Aaron, Aaron hooked me up, man. He came by. He's great. And, uh, he took good care of us the Is next it the day. Story Inn or Astoria, Indiana? No, uh, it's Story Inn. It's Story. So, like, st- Story... Is a small town that's bare like story is the name of the town. Yeah, yeah, and it's I think like they still have a post office. It's like, yeah, out in the middle of the woods somewhere, and they. Well, they've, we have a post office, Dick. People ride their horses to it. Oh, yeah. oh, it's like a like a like a horse post. Office. Like when you when you're driving there, like halfway to the destination, off of the main road, you start doubting if this place exists. You're mm-hmm. like, I don't think there's there's no way there's going to be a venue out here. Yeah, yeah, and if there is, like, <laughs> what kind of people are going to be here? And every it ended up being cool. Everybody yeah. was super cool. Everybody's super except nice. for except for you. I, think- Dude, <laughs> I, 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 I invite maniacs to me. I don't know what it is. Like we were drinking down the basement or you know that tavern or whatever mm-hmm. with this couple for like two hours afterwards. And like we're all getting along, like laughing, doing shots, and all of a sudden this woman just like looks at me and she goes, You aren't a fucking Democrat, are you? <laughs> oh and God, I, Jesus. I go, Do I look like one? She goes, I I can't tell. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, it's that new Republican. You can't tell. You can't tell. Wait, are you a Republican or like a dirtbag, like a liberal? And I was like, I, I'm nothing, man. And she goes, and she started this off. Fuck Joe Biden, chant. No, no, like, there you go. All right, we we need to go. Yeah, and I go, where are you guys Christ. from? They're like, we're from Carmel. I go, oh uh, yeah, that explains it, is, it. Yeah. right on. Uh, <laughs> wow, it was weird. You know, when I was down there, it was it was nothing but hospitality and stuff. I could definitely tell if politics got brought up, things may get a little days. Just, just, well, that's why I was like, those. hey, there's no need to talk about yeah. politics. We're all getting along. I think I think Jeff Jeff has a face like like Zach and I do, where it looks like we probably support Trump. <laughs> like we're just a red hat away. Like that we don't need anything else. Yeah, I mean, Zach maybe takes his board. glasses off and stops reading so much, but otherwise, we look like people that are supporting Trump. You Dyke, there's no way they're going to be like, I bet you're a Republican. Like they know. Why is that? Because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> like how there wasn't a boss. <laughs> was um, I get mad when people assume that I'm a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> like I had even now. I had I well like my my friend's mom. This is and I hate talking. We never talk about politics on this program. Sorry, I broke but, no, 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 it's no, no. okay. It's okay. But uh, this it was when um, they were doing when there was still like twelve different Republicans running and like it yeah. was like. So many. It was, it was Trump, but it was like a bunch of other people were yeah. still in it. 
And at that time, everyone was like, my mom's friend was like drunk, and she just like freebases Fox News, and and and, <laughs> and I got I got stuck with her because they went to go smoke pot or something. And it was one of those <laughs> things where like I wasn't saying anything political, like I was just saying, there, yeah, she's watch she's watching the. The debate, the town hall, or whatever it was. You're in I, the room. Yeah, yeah I'm just. Could you not leave the room? And so she starts just like lecturing me about being a Democrat. I'm like, lady, I haven't said anything. Yeah. yeah. And then she's just going on and on. And I go, hey. I was like, first of all, I was like, I'm a. At the time, I was a small business owner. Yeah. I was like, I'm a small business owner. I was yeah. like, Don't assume anything about my politics. Right. Like, You're you relatively know, conservative. Outside like, of like, like, I think like, if you took out the Trump situation, you'd probably be. I'm probably more center than yeah. people would give me credit yeah. for. But I was just like, I was just like, yeah, don't assume things about me. And then I also go, hey, there's 12 people up here. All I've heard you do is bash these people you don't like. I said, tell me who you like and why. Yeah. She couldn't do it. Yeah. And nobody was saying anything about DT at the time. You know, like everybody. Yeah. Was, so I was like, hey, there's 12 people up here. I've heard you ramble on about all these people you don't like. Tell me one good thing about any of these people. And she couldn't do it. And I was just like. So I hate politics. Yeah. When I found uh, whenever anybody talks politics to me and they're like, are you right or left? I just always go, I'm atheist. And that just shuts them. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to you right or left. Like you're an atheist. I'm out. I think it's still a situation. Especially in Indiana. Well, that conversation ender right there. I think it's I think it's hilarious that there's still a situation where you're whittled down to whatever your political party is. Like that's that's fucking. I'm not. I don't think I'm any of that fucking shit. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, a, s- I'm some I on honestly, some shit and some yeah, on other shit. Definitely. Like, I honestly don't know how to register as one or the other. Apparently, <laughs> people are called registered Republicans, Democrats. Yeah. I don't know if I I might have registered Republican. I don't even know how it fucking works. I registered for something. I gave the people of the DMV my address. I don't know what I register for. I just like to bring it up like, well, I'm like I'm part. I'm running the Whig party. <laughs> It's nice. What is that? I don't know. Go look it up. <laughs> I got a jury summons in the mail the other day, and like, I'm like, before I always was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking get out of that shit. But now I'm like, I want to go fucking either let somebody off, yeah, who like I know is guilty, <laughs> like, just be, like if it's for some bullshit, you know, like a fucking weed charge. Yeah, I'll, yeah, be, like, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I don't know, there's some doubt, and they're like, yeah. hey, we found two pounds in this truck. I go, yeah, but there's some doubt. No. I'm not gonna go no, for no, it. No, no. Reasonable doubt. I thought. Yep. I, I think it's a, first of all, it's a real good snippet for Fox News that uh, uh, someone who's liberal is like, I want to let somebody off. Like, well, they're going to eat that. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I definitely. If somebody is, first of all, I don't know if the jury goes to a weed charge, but there are. And if it's murder, it's like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't want you know murderers getting out. But somebody's like, he may have had weed in his truck. Like, he's free. Like, yeah. I would never vote for that. Like, no, like, out. but they, there's pictures of him with it. No, no, no. I don't think he did it. I dated uh, this woman who, uh, she was a lawyer, but she would sit in as the judge on traffic court like two days out of the month. And great uh, job. Yeah, she was like, I would go in and be like all like blacks and Mexicans. I'd be like, everybody's getting off today. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the police. Yeah. And yeah. she hated the police. She let everybody That's off fucking when she awesome. was the judge. I was like, you're so hot. That's <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Wait, the judge was? She, she would just like she a, would sit in like two days a week on or two days a month on traffic court oh, and as the judge and yeah and she'd just let everyone off. That she'd be like it was all white cops and everybody there yeah. was like Mexican yeah. or brown. That's She's amazing. Like, everybody's yeah. going home. Nobody's getting in trouble today. <laughs> T- totally off subject, but is night court a thing? Is that uh, real? Can, uh, uh, or court, are you talking uh, about the classic 80s TV show? Yeah, it was a very real show. It's yeah. a fantastic show. Dun, 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 you can't find it anywhere. Dun, 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 
theme song you, kicked. You can't Whatever find happened it. to magic comedy? <laughs> that, that was like the big Harry Stone thing. Yeah, I don't know why he's not, that. That didn't keep going. But they, I, they still, I don't know if it's real. They still do that out in like uh, like they have the Magic Castle out in L.A. Where no, it's no, like, no, I'm in Night Court, like Court at Night. Oh yeah. Oh. I haven't been there. I want to go to that. that. Apparently, it's like really hard to get into. Like you have to like audition, and like it's a whole thing. Magic like, comedy. To, oh no! I'd just love to go. What? What? There used to be. Did you guys ever go to Illusions? That was here, Mm-mm. and it was oh. like a table magic place. Like mm. you would eat a meal, and they would come around. And they would do like slide a hand shit wow. on the table, dude. Fucking. 18-year-old Jeff brought a date there, and she was not impressed. Oh, like, wow, you know. that's a great date situation, oh, yeah, though. if you're taking out a dude, another dude, yeah. Because oh, dudes, dudes women, love women, magic. Women, women don't want to close magic? Women hate magic. I think, any, I think any awkward, like, anything that takes away from you having to have an awkward conversation, it doesn't matter what it is. It I does although, matter. All, it does. It does, but I remember, and, and I'm defending myself, because I took a girl on a date to a palm reader, and oh. I thought, like, hey, this is fake, and yeah. it's going to be weird. We're in a basement that's lit up by neon lights. Yeah. But it's like, we, we this is something to talk about. Now we don't have to, like, think of some of the things. We'll leave, and we'll talk about the palm reader. We went to the palm reader. She read her palm. I mean, she did say she was going to die in, like, the next two years. And then did and then she? she's like, I want to go home. No, she didn't. But oh. wouldn't that be funny? That would, <laughs> that would have been a funny part of this bit. But, yeah, but but then she's like, I want to go home. She was, like, super upset. But still, it's just, uh, why, why, why wouldn't you? That's you're, an interesting date. You're right. There's not enough uh, magi- comedy magicians. There's not enough yeah. comedy magicians. I think prop comedy needs to make a comeback. What? Dude, Carrot Top is coming to town. I'm not even joking. He's like, got a residency in Vegas. Still? Like, no, he's, he's coming to like some casino here in Indy. I just heard the, the ad horseshoe? the other day. I think there's I only know, the horseshoe. Can you look would, up Carrot Top's net worth? I mean, Carrot Top is the very well. He's doing all right. Carrot Top is funny as shit. Yeah. I'll defend Carrot Top all goddamn day long. I don't know like, if anybody is it. I mean... He, because I he, think he can take his licks, man. I think the only thing you can even roast carrot top for is the that, weird plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah. 70 million. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's laughing all the way in the bag. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, that dude's hard. And, and he's, from what I hear, he's a big comedy supporter. He helps other yeah. other comics get yeah. started and gives people a lot of help. And, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think there's any carrot top bashing here. I, yeah. I I mean, his stuff, he's still really funny. I think we need more fruit smashing. If we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. We're going to get I used to love that dude. Was it Gallagher? Gallagher. He's still doing it. I'm He's surprised still, really? Jim Norton hasn't like brought up like condoms full of jizz and <laughs> smashed them with like a hammer and like jizz the whole front row at He's, a show. He's still Gallagher's still doing it. There's like Gallagher he, and there was Gallagher too for a while, which was his brother that yeah. stole his act. Well, no, he didn't That's pretty awesome. Yeah. At first. Or he at sold first, it to him. Yeah, he sold it to him, and then he started butchering it, and he wanted his act back. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to keep doing it. And so, yeah, then they had a big riff about it. So he was going around as Gallagher for yes. a while. As and he, then they had a falling out, and then he just started calling himself Gallagher. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, man, I'm making like $10,000 a night. If I had another one of me bringing in another, we'd be making $20,000 yeah. a night. And so, yeah, he talked to his brother into being Gallagher. And his brother just sucked at it? Yeah, well, it just kind of like went rogue and was uh, like, no, I'm yeah. funnier than you. And it's like, no, you're funny because I gave you a fucking act. But this is all, they're old at this t- point. It's not like it's like in the heyday of Gallagher. It's no, this, like, yeah. this was back in the heyday. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I don't think his brother still does. Okay. I don't think the, the people are knocking down the doors well, this is to the see thing. two like, different Gallagher's. The only reason I know that Gallagher's still like in town is like a friend of mine posted on Facebook maybe two or three years ago. Not in town, but still doing it. Two or three years ago, like, I'm at a Gallagher show, but now it's like, what if he was at his brother's show? Well, I don't know. <laughs> he got, but like, he also comes like to the Irvington Theater. It's, it's, Dude, it's, I was yeah, sitting yeah. at Crackers in the back of the room watching a show one night, and he came in and sat down next to me. Was he was awesome? just like... Talk to him? No. 
Like, it, there was somebody on stage. Like, he left before the uh, guy got off stage, but I was just but he's like, cool. I'm like but he's, oh my God. No? Look, you're sitting next to me. That's you don't think he's cool? No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like cool, like, man, I bet he's cool. I mean, I bet he's <laughs> like a fun guy to you talk to. You want to know the coolest thing that ever happened to me was yes. I was driving David Allen Greer in my girlfriend's Honda Accord, and we were sitting <laughs> at the corner of 16th and uh, college, getting ready to turn left. And this, like, car of, like, gangsters pulled up next to us, and they, like, we had our windows down because we didn't have air in my car. And they were like, yo, you David Allen Greer? And he goes, he goes, yeah. They go, why are you running in that piece of shit? And then the light turned green we turned. I go, you know, they're like, that wasn't no fucking David Allen Greer. He would be in that piece of shit. Drive by roasting. I picked him up at the Canterbury. Like he had, you know, he was doing well. Yeah. 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 But yeah then he just got totally punked right back. <laughs> And I, apologize. What did like, he say? I go, I'm sorry, I got a piece of shit car. Goes, Man, we all start somewhere. Like he would, dude. That guy is one of the coolest people I, to work yeah, with. Yeah. Like pictures all day. Like, oh, you want a picture with me? It's like, sure, I guess. Like, it sounds like your cars have ruined a lot of people's day. <laughs> dude, they shouldn't make comics drive other comics around and they're pieces of shit. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird vibe. Like, my first week ever was with this comic named John Fox, who's dead now. But uh, I went to pick him up, and it was downtown, and the condo was up in Broad Ripple, and the show, like, started at, you know, 7.30, and I'm there at, like, 6.45, and I'm knocking, and there's just, like, and it's my first weekend seeing. Yeah. And I call him, I go, they, he's not answering. They go, go in the condo and see if he's in there. I'm like, it's locked. And they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, he does this sometimes. Like, he's probably fucked up. <laughs> and so they're like just keep pounding on the door <laughs> and they kept calling him and finally he like comes to the door in his boxers and he's like i'll be ready in 10 minutes and i go the show starts in three minutes and we're half an hour away yeah. and he goes yeah well it's not gonna start without me and i go well i'm the MC, <laughs> and yeah it's definitely not gonna start without me so like we got to the show like an hour late and I'm flipping out because I'm afraid like they're never going to let me see it. You know, yeah, it had nothing to do with me and yeah. shit. It was just like, the, we, they just put you in odd situations where you get like every once in a while it's cool. Like the guys like Harlan Williams was like cool. Like we went to, you know, White Castle and people are just like, that's awesome. Oh my God, you what are you doing at White Castle? In, in that shitty tourist. Yeah, and he couldn't be nicer. And we went out We went out to a bar one night and drank. Like, they closed the, the part of the bar for us to drink in. Damn. And nice. we're, like, bottle servicing him and shit. And he couldn't have been nicer. But yeah. that's, like, the rarity. Most of them are just, like. Is that a standard that comedians, when they're coming up, they're driving other comedians around? Is that Indianapolis specific? It's Indianapolis. From going to other clubs, usually they send somebody from the club, not a comedian, to pick you up. Like, they'll send, like, the door guy. Or, yeah, yeah. Or they have a driver. They'll send an Uber. Or you're just responsible for getting to the club on your own. Like, yeah. they don't send anyone. So, Indianapolis specifically is, like, we make the shit. <coughs> Crackers, the, specifically. Okay, okay. Like, I don't think they do that at Helium or. Because there's, like, a YouTube movie show in that. That's a really interesting, like. 
I would watch that. Like if it was a show of like new comedian driving around other comedians and they're just different personalities. There's a show there. That's that'd be yeah, really it's interesting. Called comedians and cars. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's different. It's different. No, 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 no. That's 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 a. Like uh, if you wrote a show. Where there was nah, like a nah, younger you picking up comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a shitty, in a shit box, it's completely different. Like the wealthiest comedian in the world driving around other comedians who are all, also wealthy. Those are two completely different shows. I mean, somebody, <laughs> David Allen Greer get called out for being in a, what are you doing in that shitty car and then driving away? Like, that's a different show. Than oh, I got into it with, uh, yeah, I got into it with a lot of people I drove. Me and Polly Shore got into it. At <laughs> oh, the, my God. Uh, at a strip club at like 2.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Like, was that amazing? Oh, no. It was a Thursday because he wouldn't ride my car. And so one of the staff members at Crackers gave me their car to drive him around in because he wouldn't drive around in my Taurus. And so he wanted to go... S- there were strippers at a show. We were going to meet the strippers, but we were following the strippers, and they were all coked out. And so they were going to <laughs> Southeastern, to that strip club on Southeastern, uh, the Brass. But they, like, went way up north and then around the interstate twice before they got <laughs> there. And I'm like, where the fuck are we going? And he goes, I don't know, some strip club. And you're just hanging out with Paulie Shores? Just Paulie Shores? I'm driving him and his two openers. Okay. And... And so we get there. It's like 2.30 in the morning. I got a new fucking baby at home. And I got to return this car back to the club because they got to go home with their car. Yeah. And I got work in the morning. And so we pull in. He goes, oh, this place looks a little sketchy. I'm That's like, right, Polly Shore. Yeah, man, it's fucking the Brass <laughs> Flamingo. And by the way, had you told me this is where we were going, we could have gotten here an hour and 45 minutes ago because it's like 12 minutes from the club, you dumb fuck. <laughs> and he goes, hey, how about you hang out here? I'm going to go in and check it out for a few minutes, and I'll see what the vibe is. And I was like, either get the fuck out of the car yeah. or fucking stay in. We're going back to the club. In or out, fucking Paul. He's like, why you gotta be like that, buddy? And I go, there's fucking 2.30 in the goddamn fucking, get the fuck out. And he like, yeah. he was stepping, he was outside of the car by then, like leaning in, and I just gunned it. And the fucking door like slammed right by his head. You ditched Molly Short. And just laid rubber did you yell of, did you yell back like I'm in the army now did you yell something <laughs> no, like I wish I did that something. Was, I can't like believe that. you treat the weasel like that <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't have to drive him the rest of the week well they, yeah they you got, fucking did he it. called the club and complained about <laughs> me and so they but the funny thing was was I was the MC. I would go up and do 35 minutes, then his opener would do 8 minutes, and his other opener would do 10 minutes, and then he would come up and do 35 minutes. So I was doing the exact same amount of time Polly Shore was doing headlining. Like, it was crazy. He just didn't have the time, or? He just didn't fucking want it. Oh. Just didn't want to do it. Like, he just. I can't imagine Polly Shore. Like He just I, wanted to party. I was going to mm. say, like, I like. Polly Shore's like older stuff. Like I don't know what the fuck he's doing after two thousand, the year two thousand. But like I can't imagine he has good stand up. I can't uh, imagine his stand up. Just is him good. talking, you know, answering questions and talking. And okay, shit. yeah. You can drop a beat for me there, Jeff Oske. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Sorry, I talked so much. No, this we is love a show it. about you, man. That's the show. We ask you things and then you talk. That's what the show is. You did you, you did it successfully. I have funny Jamie Kennedy stories too. Oh my Sometimes. god. He was cool. Are you here though. for the after brunch? He was cool. No, I gotta go home. I, I, yeah, I gotta go too. I can't be here right now. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta figure out I gotta hopefully get a Uber. Where can people find you and follow you on social media? I'm at Jeff Hoske at all at uh Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Jeff Hoske. Nice. Chris King? Yeah. 
Same question. <laughs> I just do this, man. All right. <laughs> Zach. Please uh, join our Patreon. It's only $3 a month. That's www.patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. And that's all I got. Yeah, and come to our pop-up next Sunday uh, at Gomez Barbecue, 11 o'clock. We're going to be making all kinds of tasty treats. It's going to be a fun time. Always is. Come by and see the gang, and we will see you next time. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Oh, my God. It was great. It was great. So good.